This is the opening market podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net as we take a look at these opening market prices. Uh, first off, Matt, what's going on in the grain so far today? <clears throat> a little quieter maybe than what we saw yesterday, but that's a good thing. I'll tell you what, we've had a rough go here. You know, as far as corn's concerned, we've actually gotten beat up since the report was released here at midweek. And, uh, you know, the bottom line for this market right now is it sure looks like a lot of folks have maybe lost a little interest in buying. Uh, are we going to get some sort of a bounce? I think that, uh, you know, it's certainly a possibility. It's a lot of times what we see happen. But for right now, it's uh, uh, pretty quiet uh, for a Friday. But as the week goes, it's just not been that nice. Now, looking into next week, are we kind of factored in already from that WASD action and just kind of uh, waiting for those prospective planning reports and then eventually the May WASD? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the big WASD or the big uh, report at the end of the month is going to be, uh, you know, one of those catalysts that we see oftentimes. I mean, a lot of times whenever you get uh, the March planning intentions report, you know, it's just a pretty big deal. Uh, it gives you a little bit of a direction as to what type of total production we might end up seeing, of course. And then, of course, as you mentioned, May, that's the first chance we get at seeing uh, what's going to happen as far as the new balance sheet goes. But the bottom line right now is that uh, you've got a tight stock situation for both old corn and old beans, but you could see a real shift in stocks whenever it comes to new crop corn, especially with big acreage. So, There's going to be a lot of moving parts here, but for the time being, I guess the biggest issue that we've all got, you know, is that uh, the funds seem like they're not near as excited about owning, uh, especially corn, maybe even corn and wheat. You know, they've really had a struggle. Uh, They're just not as interested in owning them as what they have been over the last several months. Right, and again, with that WASDE report, saw some much bigger cuts than expected to those uh, numbers from Argentina. Now, uh, with that going on, uh, do we think that in the future when we see cuts from the USDA that they might be a little more conservative because obviously that was a, a little bit out of the ordinary for the USDA? Yeah, I mean, Argentina going down eight on beans and going down seven on corn is something that I believe I've ever seen. Uh, you know, they usually take small cuts. They're uh, slow to the game, slow to the party, if you will. Uh, but the bottom line is they realize, as well as a lot of other folks realize, that uh, this is a pretty serious situation with production. I mean, Argentina, uh, coming out of La Nina, a lot of folks said, hey, guess what? Uh, they're going to start catching rain. Things are going to get better. Uh, but the long story short is that uh, that just never happened. I mean, this couldn't get a break this year whatsoever. And so uh, I think moving forward, you probably have more cuts in store, actually, because uh, USDA, if they took that big of a cut here in uh, March, I've got to think they'd take a little bit more later. But with that being said, you know, you're still probably looking at steady world bean production, uh, steady to higher, uh, maybe even a little bit higher. And as far as corn goes, drastically lower production year on year. Uh, but the USDA is, again, uh, factoring in that they feel major demand destruction has occurred. I'm not sure that I can agree with them on how much, uh, but there's no doubt there's been some demand destruction, which you would expect with 7 and $8 corn. All right, and then moving on to livestock, uh, what are we thinking will happen in that marketplace today? It'll be interesting going into the weekend. I mean, yesterday, uh, cattle, uh, hogs, they couldn't really take advantage, I guess, of uh, uh, what you would have thought would have been a really strong day for them, especially whenever you see your feed going down. Uh, But at the same time, cattle especially have had an awfully good run. And so, you know, it'll be interesting to kind of see 
how this uh, cattle market plays out on down the road, I'm still quite friendly. Fundamentally, it's an extremely bullish setup. But in the short run, again, I think there's some give and take. I think when you get up towards uh, some of these highs that we recently posted, uh, people get a little bit uh, hesitant to step in and continue buying. All right, Matt, lots of great information today. For those of our listeners who would like to get in touch and learn more from the folks at agmarket.net, how can they do that? It's just right there, agmarket.net. They can go to agmarket.app, our app that we put out there for folks. Either place is a really good way to be able to get a hold of the information that you want uh, to know what we're doing here. That again was Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. We'll go ahead and take a look at those opening market prices. May corn is up one even at 612 and a half. December new crop unchanged at 553 and a half. May soybeans down five and a half at 1505 and a quarter. November new crop down three and a half at 1356 and a half. May soybean meal down 290 at 484 even. Soybean oil up 21 at 5727. Chicago wheat up three even at 668 and three quarters. Minneapolis spring wheat up one even at 818 and a half. Kansas City hard red wheat up one and three quarters at 779 even. May oats down one even at 347 and a half. On the Merck, April live cattle unchanged at 164.80. May feeders down 42 at 205.05. April lean hogs up 92 at 86 even. Pork cut out down 35 at 91.97. March class three milk currently unchanged at 17.76. And that's been a check of the opening market prices. Thanks again to Matt Bennett of agmarket.net for joining us today here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Iowa Ag Matters. I'm Riley Smith.